0: Imagine standing in front of a full fridge, not knowing what to eat because you don't want to feel too tired, but you're also hungry, but you had pasta already yesterday, and all these choices, and as soon as you make one tentative choice, you're not quite sure, but you, you're sort of you know, honing in on your choices, someone, suddenly someone swoops in and takes exactly that from you. Or, even worse, you haven't made a choice yet. You don't know what to eat. Someone comes in, takes it from you, and you realize you wanted exactly what this person is wanted. And I think this is sort of like Overwatch ranked. You go into this champion selection, and you don't really know what to play. You also don't want to, if you're a moral actor, you kind of want to work with the team, and you want to make it work, but someone takes the... F- the hero that you're best at and then you can flex around it but nobody else is really caring about if the composition works and everything and it's all just a very chaotic experience so in overwatch it's six players have to make a choice on your team and that's sort of like cooking for a family right like you want to have a nice meal everyone should be satisfied so you you have to make choices based on what the opponent plays. And that is sort of like, you know, environmental factors in uh, picking a meal. Do you really wanna do McDonald's? Like, isn't that sort of, you know, bad for your family? Isn't your kid already a little chub-chub here and there? You know, do you really wanna give him more of that? What about, you know, the, the healthy meal? But is that really that tasty in this point? Yeah. It's hard, you know, like all these environmental factors that come in when picking a meal. And then you also have to make choices based on what your team plays. So someone already has made a pre-selection. Suddenly that choice is gone. But you also have to kind of, you know... Like someone t- tells you, well, I w- but I want to have pasta, yeah. W- so, what kinds of pasta? Okay, we we have a going point, but do we have all the ingredients? Can this guy actually play Anna? If we need that in that com for instance, you want to play a nano blade uh, finishing combo or whatever, right? It's very hard to make everyone happy, and the interdependencies of these these decisions can be so chaotic. In Overwatch, that it feels overwhelming. On the one hand, you want to, you know, sort of satisfy your desires, but you also want to win, right? That is that is part of the satisfaction. And all of that causes massive frustration. Now, in comes goats, right? So, let's just briefly summarize. While the combination of goats is perceived to be too like a too-easy composition that seemingly just ramps into the opponent at high speeds. And I will say that perception is quite flawed, but I argue that this is actually a very desirable trait about this composition, right? So, just briefly, if you don't know what GOATS is, GOATS is named after the Tier 2 team, I would call them, uh, named GOATS, who exclusively ran a triple tank triple support composition that was made of Reinhardt Zarya Diva Brigitte uh Moira and Lucio and on the Moira pick there are some variation there's some Zen there's some Anna and all of those are quite interesting to follow in um in what they do to the meta but like the, the outline the system is there it's it's has a Low skill floor and the the pieces in the GOATS comp themselves are arguably towards the lower end of skill ceiling and also have a higher skill, skill floor than other heroes in Overwatch. So, for instance, no hero is as hard in GOATS as Genji is or um, as Tracer is, right? So... Let me get this argument out of the way. I think if you're at this point in the video and you think I'm I'm sort of underselling how complex GOATS is, I agree with you. I think there is some planning that goes into GOATS. I think it is a high complica- uh, complexity comp. Whenever you have human actors that have to make these decisions against each other, there will be one up leveling and at some point even the easiest systems will become increasingly complex so for instance if you were to play rock paper scissor against an uh, a friend repeatedly at some point yes there is an element of luck in there but you would also sort of like get a feeling of the tells he's giving you what he what he's going to do is he just randomizing what is he thinking right and a meta game would develop based on that right and goats is of course much more complex than rock paper scissor but you get the idea right like Top European teams, for instance, playing GOATs against, against each other in streams constantly will level up on these, these meta levels and GOATs in itself has become much more competent uh, over the last couple of months. So, back to the ranked uh, discussion, right? The problem in Overwatch ranked is that we can't force p- people into a game plan we don't have a, a role queue really we we have something like this you could also make up um, your own team and make a a you know structured system there with your friends and whatever but it's not always feasible it's actually quite hard to get six play, uh, people on the same page and that's also not the general you know ranked experience that the average player has the average player does solo queue And somehow we have to cope with that, right? With that experience. And as I perceive it, there is a culture in ranked that almost makes you solely responsible for your enjoyment and the satisfaction you get from a a respective ranked game. It is basically no one or very few people take on the responsibility of entertaining you by... Picking around you, right? Just, just as a common courtesy, right? Because it's an anonymous online game and there's no real, you know, emotional binding towards the other person and making for a great gameplay experience, right? And as such, nobody's really taking responsibility for the other person, right? So as to sort of illustrate this, problem of too many choices there's a famous experiment of um, several universities doing it over the years and it's it's the f- it's a jam experiment. So what they did professors went into shops and they set up like a little stand and they would alternate between offering 24 different jams and then six types of jams and people would go there and interestingly, More people, so 60% of the people, would stop at the stand with the 24 uh, gems. But only 3% of the time would they buy one. But if you cut down the choices to 6, only 40% of the people would would go to the stand. So 20% less. But of those, 40%, 30% would actually buy one in comparison to the 3% of, of those 24 choices. So there seems to be an overwhelming issue of choices in the human code. There is a bug in there somewhere where choices overwhelm us and make it a confusing and less desirable experience, right? Now, in comes GOATS. And the reputation of GOATS sort of is that it is meta, that it is easy to apply, it is notorious, so there's some you know, pro play behind that, there's some co- copycatting, the feeling of being like a pro is in there, and <laughs> if we're being honest, it satisfies the guilty pleasure of being cheesy, right? It does feel a little bit cheesy. So for some reason, it, there is some gravitational pull of that comp that I notice in my own rank play, And now it's going a little bit, you know, it's getting increasingly less because of the impact, but there seems to be some gravitational pull for people to fit into that mold. So, as soon as someone says, or three people, in my experience, say, oh, let's run GOATS, then it's much easier to now, now you only have the choices of six to eight heroes that you pick from, you have to sort of Flex around your people there, It's but it's not the, the overwhelming choice of, you know, what kind of a archetypical comp do we want to run. Do we want to run triple DPS? Do we want to run triple support? Do you want to run quad tank or whatever? Like, it, it, I think not even that, a lot of people actually skip that idea of trying to figure out archetypes. And really, what just what do I want to play in this situation? And then the last people that pick, who usually say, I can flex, then have to sort of work around them. And sometimes it's sh- simply an unsolvable situation, because I think those who flex genuinely want the 2 2 but sometimes it's just not possible. You get into the champs, like the first four selections are DPS, so basically everyone picked the meat, but now we like there's nothing left for everyone to make a meal, right? So... In comes goats, and it's it's sort of like that enticing, it's almost like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? Everybody loves p- peanut butter and jelly, even though some, you know, at some point it gets old if you have it too often, but it sort of binds the people into, yeah, let's make peanut butter and jelly. So, do, will you bring the, the knife? Okay, you bring the knife and you take the jelly? Okay, let, let's do it. And then let's sit, sit down and have a meal as a family, right? No drama all nice and well and goats is sort of like this now what's the lesson here i i feel like there might be too much freedom in overwatch and that is strange because it was the selling point so if we if we remember how overwatch was sold we had this idea of yes in mobas there are a, a lot more choices in most mobas But once the game starts, there is no choice to be made anymore. So that constant, you know, re-evaluation that we perceive to be a bonus is actually now weighing us down for some psychological bug in the human code. And to sort of illustrate this, we already had a precedent where it became suddenly much more enjoyable to play once we cut down on our choices, and that was, of course, the low limit uh, hero um, um, play being taken away. So suddenly, like during beta and and all this time, I think it was already after release, if I remember correctly. We had there's no hero limit, so you could play six Symmetra's if you wanted, and. It did feel overwhelming in the choice. We had Metas where we did have double Symmetra. We had Metas where we had double Genjis. We had double Widowmakers back then in the beta. It was simply not as enjoyable because there were too many um, solutions. And even at the pro play level, it it sort of broke down into a, a in a really strange mess where it really didn't feel healthy. Now the the hero limit change comes in, and suddenly the game feels much more enjoyable. Now, what that might mean for future iterations of Overwatch, so future rule sets, what we can do in order to make Overwatch more fun to play as a ranked experience, I'm not quite sure, but a role queue, for instance, would sort of help this, even though it might be against the theoretical design options that Blizzard wants to do. So if a Blizzard employee is watching this, remember the last time you cooked a meal for your family and how much of a mess that was, till you basically said, okay, wife and kids, let's go to the restaurant and just eat there. I I can't keep up with this, right? Thanks for watching.